Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Shauna Jones, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Isaiah 14, verses 1 through 23. For the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will again choose Israel. And will set them in their own land, and sojourners will join them, and will attach themselves to the house of Jacob. And the peoples will take them, and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel will possess them in the Lord's land as male and female slaves. They will take captive those who were their captors, and rule over those who oppressed them. When the Lord has given you rest from your pain and turmoil, and the hard service with which you were made to serve, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon. How the oppressor has ceased, the insolent fury ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of rulers that struck the peoples in wrath with unceasing blows, that ruled the nations in anger with unrelenting persecution. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. They break forth into singing. The cypresses rejoice at you, the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since you were laid low, no woodcutter comes against us. Sheol beneath is stirred up to meet you when you come. It rouses the shades to greet you, all who are leaders of the earth. It raises from their thrones all who are kings of the nations. All of them will answer and say to you, You too have become as weak as we. 
you have become like us. Your pomp is brought down to shield the sound of your harps. Maggots are laid as a bed beneath you, and worms are your covers. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out away from your grave like a loathed branch, clothed with the slain, those pierced by the sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a dead body trampled underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial, because you have destroyed your land. You have slain your people. May the offspring of evildoers never more be named. Prepare slaughter for his sons because of the guilt of their fathers, lest they rise and possess the earth, and fill the face of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord of hosts, and will cut off from Babylon name and remnant, descendants and posterity, declares the Lord, and I will make it a possession of the hedgehog and pools of water, and I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord of hosts. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Before I go into my reflection, I wanted to give a quick contextual overview of what's happening in chapters 13 and 14. Isaiah is sharing oracles about the destruction of the Babylonian empire, as well as a few others. God promises to choose Israel and put them back in their own land. Then he gives them a song to sing to taunt Babylon. Um, This was written about a hundred years before the Israelites are exiled to Babylon. I've been studying the book of Revelation for the past several weeks. And while I was reading these verses in Isaiah about the destruction of the Babylonian empire, All I could really think about was the many references to Babylon in Revelation. Revelation 17.5 says, Babylon the Great, mother of prostitutes and of earth's abominations. The Bible study book I'm using defines Babylon as this. Babylon symbolizes the social, cultural, and economic institutions of human societies that pursue pleasure, luxury, and success apart from God. As I reflect on all this, I think about the institutions that exist today that would be considered Babylon. No matter what your answer is, it is clear that evil still exists and people are still being oppressed. The Spirit is leading me to answer four questions in the context of these verses. Who is God? What has he done? Who am I? How am I to live in light of this? So the first two questions can be answered together. Who is God and what has he done? God is just. He conquers over evil. God is compassionate. He chooses his people even after their continued disobedience. The third question, who am I? For those of us who are in Christ, 1 Peter 2.9 says we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. Before I get to the last question, I want to point out that these verses in Isaiah predicted the fall of of the Babylonian empire 200 years before it actually happened. And Revelation 18 describes the complete destruction of symbolic Babylon and God's ultimate victory over evil. We already know who wins. 
I'm going to read one more quote from my Bible study book. God is patient in bringing judgment, but when he finally does so, it comes quickly. This demonstrates God's power because his enemies are no match for him. Their present success is not because of any weakness or deficiency on his part. So that brings me to question four. How am I to live in light of this? For me, sometimes I can get overwhelmed with the brokenness in our world. This year has been especially tough, and I've often felt like I have no idea how to help others who are struggling or those who are being oppressed. Today's verses remind me that I'm not in control, but that I put my hope in someone who is. Not only that, but I am a part of his family and therefore under his protection. The best thing I can do for others is to share with them the same hope that I have for myself. There is good news. Do I care enough for others to bring it to them? I'm going to ask that last question one more time so that you can reflect on it for yourself. How am I to live in light of this? Oh God, you are just, you are powerful, you conquer over evil. We know you are slow to anger, but we know you will ultimately be victorious. God, we thank you for giving us a way to be a part of your chosen people. We know that you have compassion on those who are in Christ, and we give you all the glory for that. May we walk in thankfulness each day for what you have done for us, but also have a humble urgency in speaking your truths to those who, have pla- who you have placed in our lives. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.